uh, my best part is 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 in the kitchens. I love the way I feel when I cook, I move, I garnish, and I send the food. It's it's the moment of time that that I only feel good to myself. This is the crackling. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Today on the crackling, we're doing something a little bit different, a little bit exciting. We're in pork fat in Sydney, and I'm joined by Naren Kulasai. How are you? Hi, Sawadee Cup. It's really good to have you on the show yeah. and and be in your restaurant. Heard yeah, so sure. much about it. Um, tell us a little bit about it. Okay, first of all, people. Wondering why my uh, I named this restaurant Pork Fat. Uh, yeah, it's, it's 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 a big trouble also when we try to start the, the restaurant and name it. But I I repeat my memory to my uh, childhood memory. I remembered uh, when I was really young, I cook with my grandma and always used the uh, pork fat as base of cooking. Yeah. So I talked to my uh, partner Tanya. Oh, why not we just name the pork fat? Easy and easy to remember, and it it, it sounds fun. Yeah, so we name it pork fat. And most of the fat in the restaurant we use, we render rendering from the pork fat mm. to be pork lard, and then cook almost everything except the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Tell us a little bit about the food that you're cooking here. Uh, is it Is it a representative of a particular region or from where you're from? Uh, uh, originally, I from the area called the central of Thailand, mm. the city called Salabli. That area is at that time, and my in my in my in my young age uh, is uh, centers of business area. So. People from many many parts of Thailand coming to work together in the centers yep. of that area, which is mean the food in that town is the diversity. It come from many many parts of Thailand from the people who come to work together. So when people like the food, they bring the food to the family and start learning how to cook different kind of cooking. Mm. And in Thailand, we call this feel as a family style cooking. Yeah, you probably bring something from the northern and bring to the family and develop it and cook it in your favorite flavors. So we call the family style cooking. Long, long time ago, some family name this kind of food. Into the family name, Shat Ak Bunak or something, and so on. So mm. many, so many. So like when you cook the masaman, you masaman in your family. No need to be the same like my family, but I cook this way because my my father like it, my grandma like it. So I can say, and that at that time the food in Central of Thailand is combination of. The food from many many part of Thailand, based on people come to work together, enjoy together, being friends, something like that. Yeah. Pork fat is family style cooking. 
in cook in my way. That that's really really simple. You mentioned how important pork fat was for to dishes you remember from when you were young. Yeah. Is there any um, pork dishes from your family that you can tell us about that you have fond memories of from when you were growing up? Yeah. Uh, in sincere you, it is really hard to believe. I, I, I don't know why when I, I was in the kitchen with my grandma, I always had pork fat and just eat with the fish sauce and I love it. Mm. It, it, it. It's still in my family since, since I was in Australia uh, seven years ago, I think. Uh, that That's my favorite. Pork fat is my favorite flavor, but since I, I, I moved to Bangkok 15 years ago, I, I forget that. Mm. And I live it with my family a long time until I come back into the kitchen again on 2011. Uh, the favorite dish is uh, it's a pork hock, which is my father's recipe. Wow. Yeah, he liked to cook the pork hock, uh, crispy pork, mm. in my family, family style. Uh, this is my the recipe from my father's. I try to bring here in the future as well, if my staff uh, settle already already in the kitchen. Um, as well as the pork chow is my favorite cut. You can mm. do glue with with very simple just fish salt, uh, coat with uh, their own fat, pork fat, coconut cream, salt. Leave it for ten minutes. That soft glue for take take half an hour, and then you can make the perfect glue wow. pork chow like we made here. Another one is we put glue pork chow into the green curries, pairing with the toast, uh, pea eggplant, glue pea eggplants, and taste. It, it tastes amazing. Mm. It tastes amazing. I never take it out from the menu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you always going to be a chef? Tell us about sort of that decision to have a career as a chef. Uh, I. I fundament, my fundamental is the engineering student. Yeah. But uh, back to, I think, to 2010, 2009, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what my future going to be look like. Mm. I study because my family. Okay, you should. You should do. You should. You should study engineer because it, it make a lot of money in Thailand. So okay, I don't know anything about my future. So I study uh, in engineering. But one day I think, oh, I don't, I don't like it. This is not my way. <laughs> I don't like the number, but I good at match. Yeah. But I don't like it. I don't know why. So, t- 2010, 2011, I. I turned to play around into Thai kitchen, which is uh, is owned by my teachers' business. I just go to play around, mm. and I feel like oh, I feel to myself, oh, why why the kitchen make me more calmer than other other place? Yeah. I feel I feel better. Mm. I don't know why. I feel calm and I feel forgot, and I love how I feel mm. when I, I I walk into the kitchen. 
I can say only I feel confident is in the kitchen, nowhere else. Yeah, including this moment as well. <laughs> I still excited. <laughs> yeah, so so I know I never get back to auto carry again. So I make decision to to put my put my focus, my career, develop my career mm. into these industries. Yeah, I learn everything I need to know. Who's been um, a great mentor for you in kitchens? Who have you worked with that's had a big influence on you as you built your career? Uh, the first start is no one. Uh, the second start, I went to the restaurant called Eat Me Restaurant in Bangkok, mm. which is owned by Mr. Darren Haster. This guy is one of the important persons yeah. who bring me to into the professional kitchens. Yeah, and I learn a lot from Chef Tim Butler, who was the who is the head chef over there in that moment. I stand there for two years. I learn everything. I put my head down. I talk, not talking, just come to work, and and then one day. One day, Darlene's invited me to to go to having lunch in Nam Restaurant mm. from Chef David Thompson. Yeah, the first day opening lunch service. Uh, I think that day I tried the uh, the Thai food with emotion, seriously. Wow, I never tried. Anything better than this is my whole life. At that time, it I'm, 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 I'm quite, I'm quite exciting. How, how, how they make Thai food like this? So I think about what, what, what kind of Thai, Thai food I experienced before. What, what, why he can do something that he is Western. He is a white guy. Yeah. And Darren said that chef David Samsam is very famous. So I come back to to my home and study about him, <laughs> and I make decision. Okay, from now on, I gonna put my focus into Thai food deeply. Mm. What I need to do is getting closer to the chef that with Thompson as much as I can. Yeah, I call the chef who is my friend in the Nam Restaurant at that time. He said, he replied, "Jack, I'm so sorry. No position available." Ah. So I said, "Oh, you b e t t e r fine. Can I go to your restaurant? I the chef David kitchen on my day off, or I have free time. Mm. I don't need any money. I just want to choice. I just want to know. Wow. How your guy produce the best Thai food I ever had." It take three months. <laughs> Just go to no day off. I mean, when I finished my job in Eat Me Restaurant, I went to the Nam Restaurant mm. and enjoying with the team chef David Thompson. Until one day, the position available, I put myself straight indications the chef David Thompson and worked there for three years. Wow! For three years, I learned everything. I tried everything. 
I'm not the best chef at the moment, uh, but I, I, I never give up. I never give up. So, three years in Nam restaurant, when called it valuable. It's, I got deeply in Thai food, fundamental of Thai food, the yeah. growth ingredient, seasonals, everything. Uh, that, 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 the chef David sometimes build me very strong fundamental. Do you have any stories of uh, what it was like working with David Thompson and the influence he had on you? Oh, he 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 is a really big guy. He really nice guy, and don't touch the thing that he don't want to be in the kitchen. <laughs> he will be the different one. <laughs> but I love him. I love him right now. We our relationship like a family at the yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, he teach me a lot how to how to how to running the proper kitchens, mm. how to bring Thai food up to to the Thai food. It not not necessary to be like at the moment. Be, uh, the Thai food is going down because people try to reduce the yeah. true cost of uh, Thai food and reduce the quality of ingredient. He said. And you don't need to be typhoon. No need to be no need to be cheap. You can bring out the typhoon by put the the better ingredient into into yeah. the typhoon will be amazing. And more than that, I show he show me how to cook the typhoon more than he speaking. Mm. He, his actions, his behavior, emotional, everything. He show me how to bring it up and. Always he, always my legendaries in entire entire Thai Thai cooking. Tell us about the move to Australia. How did it happen, and and what was it like for you moving here? Well, the, yeah, it's it's. I think it was in 2014, which is I. I was here for the Nusa Food Festival with Chef David Thompson as well. Yeah. The first. The first uh, Australia, I, I working with him in Nosas, Queensland. Uh, not so long, just two weeks or something like that. Uh, and I really love, I really love the air, the atmosphere, the sea, the everything. Mm. I love Australia because at that time I, I love to exercise. So I love the, how I feel the fresh air yeah. the, 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 the natural everything and come back to Bangkok that year and then make decision to move back wow. to Australia in 2015 yeah. what did you do when you got here tell us about what life was like and where you were working in in Australia, in Australia. Oh, it's really really tough at the first year mm. 2015, I first the first restaurant I working is the Penalang, wow, of under the chef Peter Gilmore, mm. and I works alongside with chef Rock Cockrells, yep. who the head chef is Penalang. Is I can say that it's really really hard for me. I almost give up a thousand times, a thousand times, because the cultures of working is so different. Yeah. So I need to adapt myself to, I can say, Benelong is military grade yeah. kitchens. So long hour, you need to be dedicated. You need to be correct. 
Chef Rob Cockrell said, Chuck, every dish you make needs to be the same. The first hour you make, or the 14 hours you make, the food needs to be the same. So I remember that and respect him as a, a good mentor and, and, and a good friend as well. Um, and the chef Peter Kimmel uh, teach me a lot about precision cooking. Yeah. Okay. Precision temperature, timing, and I think that never happened in, in Thai cuisine. Mm. So I learned a lot from, from the chef Peter Kimmel about the modern style cooking, precision cooking. Just one year, and then I turn back to David Samson again to set up Longshim, yes. Sydney on 2015, late 2015. Mm. Yeah. Tell us about uh, Longshim in Sydney. I remember it opening and, and eating there. And what was it like for you um, cooking the food there? And do you have any stories of that time? Yeah, I really happy to come back to Chef David again because uh, Thai food, you know, uh, Thai food is my my main interesting, and I'm I think I'm good at it. And the long chim style is the first concept is uh, street food, mm. which is more relaxed than Nam restaurant. It's more relaxed. It's yeah. more casual. Oh, I thought that time. Oh, long chim is gonna be easy for me, but actually not. <laughs> <laughs> when you serving street food with 300 people wow 200 yeah. people it's turn it's turn challenging it turns challenging because mostly the Thai street food when you make for the example you make Hainan chicken a family who make Hainan chicken in a uh, uh, Bangkok style he make they make only chicken yeah yeah if you do like a board noodle, that family make only no board noodle. Yes. And they do the best board noodle. But long shim, when long shim make board noodle, Hainan chicken, yes. so fries, uh, uh, pad thai, or uh, so on, yeah. it's, it's challenging. It's really challenging. It's harder than Nam strong actually, <laughs> but but I I having fun with it, and I have I spend quality time with Chef David Thompson and the team in Longshim, mm. and then I still 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 remember how how can how I happy uh, with the team was over there. I I remember uh, interviewing David Thompson once, and he talked about Thai cuisine that there's not necessarily specific recipes and exact measurements it's about the ingredients and then understanding when you actually physically cook and the adjustments knowing the adjustments to make yeah tell, tell us a little bit about your approach to thai cookery and the dishes it, it's exactly like that mm. for the example the chili mm. in different seasons is different level of spiciness yeah uh as well as the the lamb the lamb in, in summers is more sours. The lamb in rainy season is less sours. So even you have the recipe, you need to taste it. But the hard, the hard thing in Thai cuisine is the food finally depends on the head-shaped tongues. Right. To finally before you send to the customer. 
So, so it's not really 100% recipe. Finally, mm. before you send, you need to taste and adjust again a little bit. The recipe is just the guideline. Yeah. To to let your boy, your staff don't go away too far. Yeah, yeah. But That's let amazing. them closer. Let them closer. Uh, in 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 this area, and then we finalize it before we send to the the customer. So, not 100% recipe. It's on your tongue, and the tongue. Chef David say, the tongues, the test. This is we can't learn. Mm. It from the sky. <laughs> It's from the sky. Even you try hard, you can't you can't learn how to how to tear the food. Yeah. This is this is gift. This is gift. This is gift. And anyway. We need to taste every time we send to the customer because because the the ingredient always change depending on the seasons. Yes. Tell us about um, Pork Fat, this restaurant that we're in. When when did you start thinking about creating your own restaurant? And tell us about finding the site and and building the restaurant. Oh, we we have this idea to building the small small business so long time. Mm. We used to think we just make like 10 or 15 seats to to just to just should do any any occupation when when we get old age with my partners. Uh, and and that time I have no idea about the name yet. I don't know what the name it should be, what style, but the I Before we opened the, the this restaurant, the food that I always like the is the food that I cook at home. Yeah. The classic menu, as you see in the menu, everything is cooked in my home before wow. it's lunch. So which just mean I love everything I put into the menu. Mm. So it's easier to handle because I love it. I know what it takes. What The taste it should like, and the pork fat is my childhood memory. Yeah, I want the name. This is wrong in two types name, but I think pork fat is is funny and attractive, and link to the story, a beginning story, which is we use pork fat for everything. Yeah, except the ice cream, in in into the restaurant. Yeah. So, oh, why don't we name pork fat? And the pork, the pig, in Thailand is the lucky animal. Yeah. It's my believing. It's Thai believing. Asian believing. The pig is lucky animal. You being pig, you lucky everywhere. <laughs> Funny, yeah. And oh, and I see everyone walk past my restaurant and point at the. This side, and then oh, yeah. I think we're successful. <laughs> yeah. And it, they talk about this side and the name, yeah. even they didn't know me before. Yeah. It's one of the best restaurant names. <laughs> It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, tell us about some of the pork dishes on the menu. Is there is there one or two that you could sort of um, talk through and tell us how to make them? Okay, uh, the famous is, is everyone come and talk about it. it Unbelievable! It's it's very simple. They like grilled pork chow with mm. uh, smoked chili namjims. We uh, marinate in uh, two years old fish sauce, the best quality fish sauce we can find in the market. Ten minutes and slowly grill in the the grill and then leave it rest and then cut and serve straight away to the customer. 
uh, this is uh, my favorite dish as well. Go very well with Thai beer. <laughs> and another one is the green curries. Mm. We use the grilled pork chow. We put in green curry. That the pork chow is my favorite cut wow. of of the pork myself. And even better when they mix into the green curries. Mm. Why is it your favorite cut? What do you um, love about it? That that texture it doesn't like any cut at all. Mm. Is is you, you you can feel what the difference when you when you try the pork chow. You can feel like is it's it's sprinkly in your mouth and it's tender and the 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 fat that caught above the skin melt down into your your tongue at the same time. Yeah, it, it, it's fantastic. You're making it's, me hungry. Yeah, <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, you you must try it once. Yeah. Well, you've built this amazing restaurant here. What what do you love about what you do? <sighs> it's cooking, of course. Mm. I love to put myself into the the kitchens because, as I mentioned, this only area I feel. Only earlier in my life, I feel confidence. Mm. It's the only area. Uh, I love to training the staff, and I love to see the staff develop themselves to to cook the better Thai food. It's my favorite time. The 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 time that I, I, I sometimes I don't like to do in business. So it it's because it's business. Yeah. Uh, it's boring sometimes when you do with the number, the costing, or something like that. But, but, but it's not the best part of me. Uh, my best part is 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 in the kitchens. What? I love the way I feel when I cook, I move, I garnish, and I send food. It's it's the moment of time that that I only feel good to myself when I walk. Out from the kitchen, I feel myself a different person. Wow! I I don't see any meaningful. Really. Only when I step into the kitchen. A bit emotion, but <laughs> it is it's true. It's true. I love myself when I well, getting in the kitchen. It's it's an absolute honor to be here and look forward to. Sharing a feast with you a bit later on. Yeah. Loved having you on the crackling today. Yeah, sure. Um, keep in touch and we'll catch up again Thank soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate you coming to my small house. Thank you. This is The Crackling, a Deep in the Weeds production in partnership with Porkstar. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we catch up with some of Australia's best chefs and pork producers to discover what makes Australian pork so special.